Microsoft kills VB script, Google makes passkeys the default for sign-ins, Vietnam targets EU and US officials with the Predator spyware, and a new DDoS vector wreaks havoc on cloud providers. This is Risky Business News, prepared by Catalan Campanu and read by me, Caitlin Sorry. Today is October 11th, and this podcast episode is brought to you by Netrix, a software company that can help you strengthen your security and compliance posture across data, identity, and infrastructure. Microsoft has deprecated VBScript, the scripting language that has been part of the Windows operating system since 1998. VBScript is now a feature on demand, meaning it will be pre-installed with Windows but not enabled by default. Users can re-enable VBScript support in the Option Features section, but Microsoft will remove VBScript completely in a future version of Windows. No exact timeline for VBScript's full removal has been provided. Google is making passkeys the default sign-in option for all Google Online accounts. The company will begin showing prompts to all users to enrol passkeys in the coming weeks. Enrolling will require users to register a fingerprint, a facial scan or a PIN code on a laptop or smartphone they own. The next time users log into their Google accounts, they'll be asked for their chosen passkey instead of the normal password and MFA challenge. A threat actor tracked as Reply Spy is using Twitter replies to distribute the Predator spyware. Links to the spyware were posted to Twitter early this year as replies to tweets from EU and US officials, journalists and experts on Southeast Asian issues. Experts believe the group tried to infect the officials as well as some of their prominent followers. Independent reports from Amnesty International and Citizen Lab claim the Vietnamese government is behind the Reply Spy group. North Korean hackers have stolen confidential information from South Korea's National Election Commission. The hack took place in April 2021, but was only disclosed this week. South Korea's National Intelligence Service has attributed the intrusion to a North Korean hacking group known as Kimsuki. Officials say the hack compromised the email account of one of the commission's workers, but didn't say exactly what was stolen. Pro-Palestine hacktivist groups have launched several cyber attacks targeting Israel's airstrike alert system. DDoS attacks hit endpoints responsible for alerting citizens of incoming missile raids within an hour of Hamas fighters crossing Israel's border. Anonymous Sudan, Killnet and Anonghost participated in the attacks. Anonghost also exploited vulnerabilities in the API of an Android app that sends incoming rocket alerts to Israeli citizens. The group sent fake rocket and nuclear bomb alerts meant to sow panic amongst the Israeli population. Google, Amazon and Cloudflare have discovered a new DDoS attack method named Rapid Reset. This new technique exploits a feature in the HTTP2 protocol to send a large number of requests and then immediately cancel the connection attempts, but not before clogging the targeted server. Google, Amazon and Cloudflare say the rapid reset technique was used throughout August and September to launch some of the largest DDoS attacks the companies have ever seen. The largest attack hit Google Cloud and clocked in at 398 million requests per second, almost nine times the previous record of 46 million. Patches for modern servers are being rolled out this week as part of the October Patch Tuesday cycle. CISO salaries have gone up by 11% in 2023, but the growth has slowed and fewer positions are currently open. 
The average CISO salary this year was $550,000, with more than half of CISOs making less than $400,000. The data comes from a compensation survey from more than 600 CISOs across Canada and the US. The best-paying jobs are on the US West Coast in the tech and financial sectors. The GitHub security team has found a major vulnerability in LibQ, a small library for processing audio metadata known as QSheets. The vulnerability impacts all Linux distros that use the GNOME desktop environment, where LibQ is included by default. The vulnerability allows threat actors to compromise systems just by downloading a Q audio file. The attack works because GNOME reads all newly created files, triggering the malicious code hidden inside the file. The hacker who stole $8 million from the HTX cryptocurrency platform has returned all the stolen funds. The hacker returned the funds two weeks after the original theft. Formerly known as Huobi, the company says it paid the hacker $400,000 as a white hat reward for returning the funds. The source code of the Hello Kitty ransomware has been leaked on an underground hacking forum. The ransomware was first spotted in late 2020, but its dark web leak site was last seen online in November 2021. The group's main claim to fame is the attack on Polish gaming studio CD Projekt Red, the company behind The Witcher and Cyberpunk games. That's all for this podcast edition. Today's show was brought to you by our sponsor, Netrix. Find them at netrix.com.